read, read as much as you can. And the, that was the thing, because I had no idea what I was doing going into it. Like I was 17, I had 30 bucks to my name, and I literally had no idea what to do. Hi everyone, this is Shlomo Salson, the host of the Teenage Impact Podcast, where I inspire teens to overcome their struggles, whether it's anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, anything in that nature. I interview uh, a lot of people, both adults and teenagers, on their past struggles and how they overcame it and the impact they're making now. But before I continue on with the interview, I have a freebie in the link. The link in the description, it's seven quick and easy ways to feel better about yourself. So if you're going through some type of funk or you're going through some type of struggle, I base these tips on interviews I do and personal experience. If you have a friend that you know that's going through a funk or feeling negative, go ahead and share the Teenage Impact podcast. You never know who I can impact and who the people I interview can impact. Today, I have a very special guest with me. Kayla Olson, how are you? I'm great. And Kayla is doing an amazing things. She's an 18-year-old entrepreneur. She has a uh, clothing brand. Can you? How about you tell uh, my listeners about your clothing brand? Okay. Well, it's called Outsiders Clothing. Um, you can find us on Instagram, which is Outsiders Clothing Company. Um, basically, I started this kind of this brand um, as a big passion project. I've always been very passionate about art. And I've kind of always expressed myself through clothing and I've kind of considered myself an outsider, someone who doesn't really follow the norm. And so I took all of that and just shoved it into this clothing, into this um, clothing brand. And uh, it's turned into an amazing thing. And uh, basically our whole uh, message is just to be yourself and, you know, not go along with the societal norms um, and just uh, do what makes you happy. And what inspired you to uh, start your clothing brand? Well, um, I've always wanted to like do something with my art. I just didn't know how, because, you know, everybody says, oh, you can't make money being an artist, which is not mm-hmm. true. Um, but I just didn't really know how to go about it. And then I realized, huh, I actually have a passion for clothing as well. And so I took like designing and art and I just mashed the two together and I, I somehow found it. Mm-hmm. Now you mentioned to me that you've gone through a lot of struggles in your life. Um, like anxiety, depression, uh, suicidal thoughts, your parents being divorced, you've, you lack confidence, and you mm-hmm. felt a little bit awkward at sometimes, you put too much pressure on yourself, you're a people pleaser, a lot of those different kind of things. Um, how did you go from that to, you know, saying, you know what, I'm going to finish college by the age of 18 and start this uh, Outsiders? Huh. Well, I don't really know. What's that transition? Yeah, I'm not sure if there was exactly like a moment, like an aha moment, but um, I think all throughout high school and like, just like my childhood and early life, you know, I've been through two divorces, I've struggled with anxiety, depression, and, you know, suicidal thoughts, all that stuff. Um, so basically, um, I went to high school, freshman and sophomore year at a normal high school, and then I transferred into independent studies, like online school. And I think that was my turning point where I really was able to like pull myself out of that stuff um, because I was able to step away from like all the negative people that were like crowding my mind with just, you know, terrible thoughts and, and feelings. And that was probably like my biggest turning point where I 
I just kind of like step back and I really like real talk with myself. Like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, you need to, you need to find a way to pull yourself out of this. You need to find a way to like, you know, you need to find a way to be, without, you know, being super worried about what everybody else thinks. Um, and so I think uh, when I, you know, took a step back and looked at things from a bigger perspective, I was able to be like, you gotta, you gotta fix it. <laughs> <laughs> and um, for those people who, for those teenagers who want to start their own pro- uh, passion project, like for you, it's art. Mm-hmm. And you kind of tied in art with your clothing brand. For other people, it might be music. For other people, it might be entrepreneurship or sport. And they don't have that guidance. Um, what would you tell them? Read. Read? Read as much as you can. And the, that things because I had no idea what I was doing going into it. Like I was 17, I had 30 bucks to my name and I literally had no idea what to do. You know, keep, you know, refreshing my mind with, with good productive stuff, but honestly pick up a book. If it's, if there's something that you're passionate about, like find that like field, find somebody who's done what you want to do and learn from them because it can teach you a lot. And what are some of your favorite books? Or people you listen to? Oh, man. Uh, uh, Grant Cardone is one of my favorites. Uh, the 10X Rule, like, completely changed my life. Um, <clears throat> Secrets of a Millionaire Mind. Uh, the Secret. It, um, it's Not How Good You Are, It's How Good You Want to Be by Paul Arden. That book changed my life. That was one of them that just, like, it clicked in my head. And I was like, oh, gosh, man. Like, you are, like, your thoughts are so powerful. And um, What's it called? It's called, It's Not How Good You Are, It's How Good You Want to Be by Paul Arden. Okay. Mm-hmm. I should read that. Yeah, it's amazing. Amazing. Uh-huh. And um, so you're on this journey of entrepreneurship now. You finished college. But what would you say your top two or three challenges were in the past four or five years? Hmm. Personal or business-wise? Uh, personal-wise. Personal um anxiety would definitely be the worst one like anxiety depression um caring too much about what people think and mm. not being sure of who I was those are mm. my top four um anxiety because it's always been something that like would hold me back from doing what I really want to do and um I almost didn't start my company because of anxiety I almost didn't because I was so freaked out like is, is it gonna work is it not gonna work um but that was something that I had to like, I had to work through and depression as well. Um, I've dealt with, you know, self-harm and, and then the last like couple of years, I had just pulled myself out of it and really have been like, um, you know, trying to improve myself and get away from that. But that was another big battle of mine. And then just, you know, caring too much about what people think, man. Like, you know, everybody says, oh, I don't care what people think. No, everybody does a little. <laughs> you can't let it control your life, control like what you do, you know? Mm-hmm. And how did you overcome anxiety and depression or still overcoming it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a work in progress, you know, nobody's uh-huh. perfect, you know, everybody's going to have, you know, stuff like that come up again. Um, I honestly think it was just, just learning how to do everything that scares the crap out of me. And that's, you know, something I live my life by. I actually have the word fear tattooed across my wrist. Wow. And, um, uh, so whenever I look down and if I have an idea, if it scares the crap out of me, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And by doing that and like just teaching yourself to just go for it, like you build a lot more confidence, you build a lot more like trust in yourself and like it, you just be fearless, you know? Mm-hmm. Can you, t- 
can you tell us a time where you had really, really bad anxiety and what you did to um, kind of overcome that specific time? Well, um, probably one of the worst points in my life was when um, I was going through my second divorce with my family. My stepdad picked up and left us in a matter of four hours. Um, just told us he was leaving, just dipped. Um, but I was a sophomore in high school and I was just confused. And, you know, I kind of felt like the blame was put on me, like it was my fault. And so I had like so much anxiety over that being like, oh my God, like, did I, is this my fault? Like, you know, did I ruin this? And, and, um, at that point I kind of just fell into my art. I really did. And, you know, if you're going through something rough and like, you don't, you literally don't know what to do. Like whatever you're passionate about, just like jump right into it and like, just go all in because it's a good outlet to try to like, you know, get all those feelings out, you know, emotions and, and like the anxiety, like I would just, I would sit there, I'd paint for like eight hours. I wouldn't even realize, Mm -hmm. but you know, it was uh, something that helped me just, you know, like, I guess, purge it out, you know? Awesome. Yeah. I mean, anxiety is definitely tough because I know (laughs) something that I, I, I'm still going through and it's kind Mm -hmm. of this ongoing pressure that you put on yourself for no reason. It's honestly just everything in your mind. This, you make up scenarios that happen that not haven't even happened, but you're just making them up. Yeah. Something that's really difficult to do, but I know what's helped for me is I kind of just step back. I write down everything that's in my head Mm -hmm. um, besides the whole deep breathing stuff. And then, and then I'll, this technique actually works for me sometimes mm-hmm. where I look around, I name five things that I see, the first five things I see, first five sounds that I hear. And uh, another thing is um, five movements that I do with my body. And I nice. pay attention to that and I get my mind off of whatever I'm going through. And it, it really does help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you have yeah. any special techniques? Um, for me, I, I call it zooming out. Uh-huh. If I'm like, if a situation is like giving me a lot of anxiety or a decision I have to make, is just like freaking me out. Um, I like to think of like Google maps, you know how like you can pinch out and then like the whole location, you can just like zoom out from your country, zoom out and uh-huh. see the, I just think about it like that, you know, like here's my tiny little issue. Here's the rest of the world. You know, like my tiny little issue isn't the end of the world. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just have to zoom out and realize, Hey, there's a bigger perspective there's a bigger meaning as to why you're going through this because I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason. And sometimes it's good to just zoom out and realize, Hey, not the end mm-hmm. of the world. I'm okay. You know, this is going to teach me something or this is going to lead me to something better or open a new door for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And then your parents going through the divorce. Um, you said two divorce, right? Two. Yeah. <laughs> so what ages were those for you? Um, well, I think that was just ruined a lot of my confidence. Okay. Uh, just because I went through the first one when I was about nine, when my um, biological parents separated. Okay. Um, then I was 14 or 15 when my mom and my stepdad um, separated. But it, it honestly just like destroyed my confidence because I was mm-hmm. like, you know, I have no one to depend on. No one's like there for me. Like, um, like did I ruin this? And am, am, I, am I like, you know, like, is it my fault? You know? Um, that, that was probably like my biggest issue that I faced with that. 
but yeah, since then I've, I've worked through it, but it is something like people nowadays kind of normalize it and they take it really lightly, but it's not easy. You know, it's not fun. It's not easy. And, and it, it does sometimes leave deeper scars that we can't see. Yeah, definitely. I've interviewed a couple of people where the parents have gone through a divorce at mm-hmm. such a young age, 11 years old, and um, some even younger, some even later, and it really takes a toll on them. And mm-hmm. they have anxiety and they have gone through suicidal thoughts, but they've gotten out of it. Yeah. Was your parents uh, being divorced and your confidence issue have anything to do with your suicidal thoughts or was that something completely different? No, that was for me, it was rooted in my anxiety, um, just from being like a people pleaser and, and mm-hmm. I didn't really fit in anywhere. I've never had a lot of friends. Even in high school, I was always like the oddball out. And so um, the suicidal thoughts and depression came from that, just feeling like I was like unwanted or like didn't, you know, fit in with anybody. Mm-hmm. And how did you overcome that? It was a tough journey. It was. Um, but like I said, like the whole perspective thing, like I started, you know, reading more around like, I want to say like 13 and um, the, I was probably like 14, 15 when I started like actually like getting into, oh, how can I help myself and how can I fix this? Because from the ages of like 14 to 15 was like the roughest point of my life ever with the whole like suicidal thoughts thing and self-harm was extremely bad. I was, I became addicted to it. And um, I pretty much just got to a point where I was just like, I'm done with this. Like, I can't live my life like with this weight on my shoulders. And I just, you know, I honestly, I'm pretty sure I Googled stuff like how to not be depressed or something. And, and I just, um, you know, read up on, you know, other people's stories. And I started like, you know, doing little things like, you know, recognizing what I'm grateful for and recognizing what's going good in my life instead of recognizing what's bad. And uh, it was just like, you know, changing my perspective that really helped me, you know, pull myself out of that. Mm -hmm. And what would you tell a 15 year old who is doing self-harm to him or herself? Um, I would say that nothing is worth hurting yourself because at the end of the day, like you are all you've got and you are on this earth for a reason. You are here. You are perfect. You are made like exactly how you're supposed to be. Like, you know, sometimes it's hard and sometimes it's, it's, you know, easy to take it out on yourself and like feel the pain, but you don't deserve that. You know, Mm -hmm. it deserves to go through that. It's not fun. And I would say find another outlet because self-harm is pretty much an outlet. It's a release of, of emotions and stress and whatever. Just like find an outlet that makes something beautiful instead of leaving scars. Mm -hmm. And like I mean, art or something yeah yeah and art was your, your outlet right <laughs> yeah it still is <laughs> yeah and then uh what, what's I guess what was my outlet when I was feeling I guess right now my outlet is just speaking and yeah doing these podcasts I really love conversing with people like you mm-hmm. who are making an impact at such a young age and it's pretty awesome you can always learn Thanks. from different people <laughs> yeah I, I totally believe that uh-huh and I, I'm just curious. Uh, so you finished high school at 16 mm-hmm. and then you finished college at 18. How did you do that? Well, I didn't go the traditional route. I didn't okay. do a university. Um, I went to a community college and did all of my, my generals. And then I, I went and transferred to a business school. And this was an intensive business school program. Like you're in class 
at 7 a.m. and your, your classes are really short, so you have to pile in all this information and you have tests every week. It was, um, it was super intense, but it was um, like a 10 month program. So it was shorter, but it was just like, like more jam packed. Um, but yeah, so I did that and I just graduated this past June and I have my ceremony in January. Did someone push you to do that? Or it was kind of, it was kind of, um, you push yourself. It was me. It yeah. Was uh, I found the program and I was like, this is what I've been, I've been looking for. You know, I've been, I went to community college and I took business classes, but I didn't feel like I was being pushed enough. Uh-huh. I was, this is like, I'm falling asleep in my chair right now. Like I need something more, you uh-huh. know? I went to this school and, and these people like have ran their own businesses. So I'm actually learning from people who have done what I want to do. And, um, I went for it and it was probably one of the greatest decisions of like my life. It was, it was awesome. I learned so much. Mm -hmm. And what's your, what's your next steps with outsiders? Well, we're coming up on our one year anniversary next month, like a month from today, uh, which is really exciting. Um, we're actually, looking to expand um, into certain stores and shops. So that's really fun. Um, and just, you know, I'm just going to keep working hard and, and working with other like influencers, um, other people who, you know, represent the brand really well. You want to start to work with some musicians, like rappers and stuff. And so, yeah, it's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Awesome. And let's, let's go, let's go back to high school. Okay. Um, what would you say your proudest moment was besides finishing early well um in in school oh at school okay well um I would actually okay so I'm actually a huge theater nerd too I've done two Broadway shows I'm actually going on tour in December and I found my love for the arts in high school I fell in love with the theater and um we did like my school was basically um they really focused on the arts so we did like huge productions and and like that would win awards and stuff. And, and so my proudest moment was probably just, you know, going into theater and finding that other part of myself because it's, it's like, it's shaped me to who I am now. Uh huh. Is, is that how you overcame um, your confidence issues? Yeah. A lot of it has been because I know acting teaches you a lot of weird stuff about your emotions too. And like, it's not just playing a character. It's learning how to take your emotions and put that into the character And so when I would be having anxiety, I'm like, okay, Kayla, let's turn off the anxiety. Let's just play a character. Mm -hmm. And it would be something that like would help me work through it. And um, yeah, I've, I've just fell in love with it and I'm still doing it now. Uh What, what other avenues did you take to um, overcome confidence issues? Well, I mean, I, I don't, I think it was just, honestly, I had like a little wild moment of my life where I just dyed my hair crazy colors. I dressed however I wanted that was something that really taught me to just like, like not give a crap about what anybody else says and just build my confidence was just trying stuff that's new. Like I'm talking, I shaved off half my head. I dyed it rainbow. Like I, I, um, you know, dressed weird and, and funny for a couple months, but that was something that built my confidence. Cause I was like, you know what? I think it looks cool. If nobody else thinks it looks cool, that's fine. As as I'm happy. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, whatever you do to your body that's you that's exactly no one should uh care about what you dye your hair or what clothes you wear i mean i just i just interviewed a 13 year old motivational speaker he went viral at nine years old and he got bullied for the shoes he was wearing 
And so he said, you know, it's not about the clothes that we wear on. Um, it's not about the clothes we wear or the shoes we wear. It's about what's, what's in our mind. Exactly. It's about the person underneath. Mm-hmm. What, do you have any final tips for a teen who might, um, their parents might be going through a divorce or they might be feeling very anxious, depressed, maybe have some suicidal thoughts um, and they feel like they don't have any escape? Um, I would say take something that you love or find something that you love by, you know, exploring, you know, new things as, such as like arts or, you know, computers or video or film or theater or whatever. Find something that you love and just like go crazy with it. Like if it's, if it's painting, you know, get a bunch of canvases from the store and just paint a bunch of random stuff. Like take something that you love and let it just you know, let it work through you and let it like guide you with your emotions and whatnot. Cause it can, it's so powerful. Like you, know, when you find something that you're really passionate about, it like sets you on fire inside a little bit, but I would say, man, just like do what you do, what you want to do, like do what you love doing and just do it more often. Cause if that thing, like if you're really passionate about it and you love it, it brings you joy doing that thing more consistently builds a routine and from that routine, you're just going to be getting a little bit happier each, each and every time that you do that thing, whether it's drawing or, or, you know, playing the guitar. If you do it just a little bit every day, like that's a little bit of joy that sparks in you. And you have to remember, like, even though you may not feel like happiness is like, is like available right now, it, it, it still is, you know, mm-hmm. and like it's out of reach, but it's just right around another corner. Like you just got to go and, and like work your way towards there. Mm-hmm. absolutely so if you are going through something you know if you don't know what that positive outlet is because i do know s- some people who just don't know have any positive outlets mm-hmm. keep searching keep playing around keep exactly. like testing the waters um if you don't like some if you do it for a month and you don't like something try something else you're mm-hmm. eventually going to find that one thing exactly like one day it'll just fall into place and sometimes you have to listen to your heart too exactly uh-huh. yeah because many times yeah. you know what we want right but yeah um we're too worried about pleasing other people exactly like i'm a very firm believer in listen to your gut feeling uh-huh. and my gut feeling about like oh maybe i like this thing go for it like <laughs> stopping you except for yourself you have one life <laughs> exactly all right kayla uh where can people find you well, I'm on Instagram at Kayla Olson, which is spelled C-A-L-A-H-O-L-S-O-N. And I'm also on Instagram for our clothing company, which is Outsiders Clothing Company. And we're also on Facebook and and everything else you can imagine. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'll also include uh, her Instagram in the description. And people can find me at Shlomo Solson. That's my Instagram. If you follow me and DM me, I'll let you into my close friends group. This is where I kind of go over some personal stories and personal tips. Um, if you have any specific questions that, that you're having a hard time with, I'm more than welcome to. I'll give you special treatment to my close friends group to make sure that I give you the best tips as possible. Uh, if, any, if you don't have anything else, Killa, thanks for the interview. Yeah, thank you for having me. Awesome, awesome. The main reason why I loved interviewing Kayla is because she took charge of her life. She had a lot of negative things happening to her. She had anxiety, depression, suicidal thoughts, but that didn't stop her from 
going and pursuing her passion and accomplishing a lot of things in just a short amount of time. I want to talk about three takeaways I got from this interview. The first takeaway is find a positive outlet. Many people I interview, many, actually all the people I have interviewed have gone through something in their life, whether it's having divorced parents, whether it's having thoughts of suicide, whether it's struggling with anxiety, they find a positive outlet in their life, which helps them feel better. For Kayla, it was art. Sometimes she would draw for eight hours in a day, and that was kind of escaping from reality. And that's how she started her clothing brand. The second takeaway is if you have thoughts of suicide or if you're going through depression or anxiety, don't just let it happen to you. Find out ways to make it better. Find ways to overcome it. You're not just going to magically overcome something. You have to take charge of your life. And if that takes Googling how to get over depression, then Google it. Or talk to an adult or talk to a counselor at school. Do something. Try different methods. If they don't, if one method doesn't work, then try a different method, then a different method. Eventually, you will overcome it. And the last but not least is uh, Kayla went through two divorces. Her parents got originally divorced, and then her stepdad went, uh, walked away from her life at 14 or 15 years old. In the beginning, she blamed herself. And then when she really realized that wasn't her fault, there can be a lot of stuff happening to you. Maybe you have a bad grade. Maybe there's problems going on at home. Maybe your parents are divorced. Maybe your parents don't have any money. It can be easy to blame yourself. But just know, whatever that's happening in your life is meant to happen. Is meant to happen for a reason so you can overcome whatever you're going through. And whatever you're going through, once you overcome it, you're going to accomplish something great in life and make an impact in this world. Those were my three takeaways. If you haven't followed my Instagram account yet, go ahead at Shlomo Salson. It's in the description. DM me to join my close friends group. I'm going to be going through different strategies on how to overcome different hurdles in life. I'm going to be talking about some of my personal experiences and tie them into some of your problems. So go ahead, DM me. And until next time, peace.